we have a speaker right now who is relatively new to Beachbody. She started in September. So what is that, six months? Um, she is now a one-star diamond coach. So since September, she has been doing the work there. She also started out as a success starter, which means that she hit success club uh, at least three months in the first six months of her business. I'm very excited for her to come on because she has some great tips for newer coaches. And um, she's from Mount Pleasant, South Carolina. Um, let's bring on Michelle Nesky. Let's bring her in. I'll, I'll add her Hi. there. Do the lower third here. There we go, Michelle. How are you? Hi, Sandy. How are you? I'm doing great. And you know what? Last week we uh, showed your picture on the big screen here um, for Four Week Up Protocol. We'll talk about that a little later. But um, uh, before that, let me just uh, get out of the way and tell the audience like what brought you to Beachbody in September. Yeah. So um, I am a physician assistant. I have been a physician assistant for 17 years. So working in healthcare for 17 years, primarily taking care of cancer patients, adult cancer patients. And I have always loved my job. I've always loved what I've done. Um, but like most healthcare workers during the pandemic, it became very challenging, um, both mentally and physically. Um, and last year, as opposed to 2020, 2021 was a really hard year for me um being redeployed to cover covid units while still you know taking care of my patients and i was really struggling um from a mental health perspective um i just was getting a lot of anxiety and a lot of depression and just had this sort of cloud of negativity around and part of that was you know being in that environment where everybody was feeling that way and so Finally, I just kind of said, you know, I have to do something for myself. I have to take control of my mental and physical health. I'm not my best for me. I'm not my best for my family or for my patients um, the way that I was on the track that I was going. Um, you know, I gained 10 pounds. I was really engaging in some, um, you know, more destructive behavior like staying up late and binge watching and doing all these things and had a lot of self-doubt. And finally, I, I just said, you know, enough is enough. Um, I was uh, first introduced to Beachbody back in 2014 after my daughter was born and I suffered from postpartum anxiety and depression. And at that time, the Beachbody programs helped me significantly be able to overcome those feelings and be able to um, feel better and feel more like Michelle. And so I said, you know what, I'm going to go back to that because that works, that worked for me before. And I know it can work for me again. And so I had been following Erin Hopkins, my coach for many years, and she lives in my neighborhood. And I basically finally just reached out to her and said, sign me up for your boot camp." And she said, Oh, are you going to coach? And I said, no, <laughs> Five days later, I was a diamond coach um, and then was able to get to One Star Diamond and be invited to New Leader Conference um, in Las Vegas. So that was amazing. Well, let's not, you know, go yada, yada, yada. I became a diamond coach. You <laughs> put the work into it. So uh, love that. I love that story. Um, you know, I always say that uh, nurses, doctors, teachers make great coaches just because they understand a little bit more about health and uh, the body. 
However, on the flip side to that, they're also the ones that are dealing with their health even more because they work long 12-hour shifts. They grab convenience food. They may not get to uh, exercising. So it sounds like you know you you went back to an old favorite of working out, but then when Aaron asked you to coach, you were like, no, 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 I've got this. I'm good. But kind of came all back around for you, didn't it? Yeah. I mean, you know, that compassion fatigue, the exhaustion you have from helping others, you know, everybody that you just mentioned, all of those professions are service-based and we just, it's so much easier for us to focus on the health of other people than it is for ourselves. And so really I just needed to flip that script onto me and be an example. I love that you said that because that's really the key to coaching is I'm going through this too. So let's do this together. Um, yeah. So, okay. So take us to, you became a coach and what happens when, uh, when people, I, I try to have newer coaches on the wake up call sometimes so that people can understand that it's doable, it's possible. And so can you share with the audience, like, where did you put your energy in first? Cause I, I found you on TikTok. Mm -hmm. I found your reels and I was like, what is this girl talking about? So share the journey of you signing up to be a coach, sharing mm -hmm. your story and those vital behaviors. Okay. I'm, I'm out. Sure. So uh, my journey is a little bit different. Um, I started a business back in 2019 called the Posh PA, where I help mentor students who are aspiring physician assistants get into PA school and achieve that dream. So I have been using the different social media tools over the years to really grow that niche business. So when I decided to coach, honestly, the very first thing was, like I just said, I focused on my own journey, my own personal journey. Um, and when I did that, and I say, you know, a couple of days later, um, I became a diamond coach. What happened in those first couple of days of me recommitting and not only committing to my workouts and nutrition, but really getting into the community and having people there be like, yes, you're so great. Like all this support and accolades that I wasn't getting from my job, um, that I was getting in this group. And I just thought everyone that is working with me right now needs this in their life. And so the invite became a little bit easier because I was at work and I started to feel better and I was smiling more and people noticed. And so I was inviting my, you know, other burned out healthcare workers um, and saying, you guys have to do this. It's a game changer from a mental health perspective. Everybody is so supportive and wonderful. Let's take control of our own health so we can be our, as best for our patients. So the invite became easier because I was being proof that, the products work and the system works and the community is where the magic is. Right. And so the invite to them is where I started. Um, and so I started inviting my coworkers and then I started inviting my family and my friends. I have friends that are teachers. I have, you know, friends that are um, in different service-based industries. And I just asked them and I said, Hey, you know, I started doing beach body programs again. I'm feeling amazing you want to join me? And uh, to my surprise, a lot of people were just like, absolutely. Like I need something else in my, I need something for me right now. I need to do this. Some people said no. Right. Um, but most people said yes. And so I just started with people. I knew my coworkers, my friends, my family, my neighbors, that's where I started. That's how I got to be a diamond coach. Um, and then from that point forward, um, you know, as I continued to dive into coaching, 
um, I started having to share a little bit of a different story than I had been sharing on social media up to this point. So I'm super niched um, and I'm talking about tips and tricks to get into PA school and all of this stuff. And I started to get a little bit worried about sharing my personal journey, about being a burnt out healthcare worker, about really having these feelings about my job. But I knew that it was really important for me to share my personal journey so that women and people like me could realize that they can have an identity outside of medicine. So I, like Sandy said, I had been on TikTok, but I'm also a lot on Instagram in my stories. And when Reels you know, came out, started doing Reels, um, and I basically repurposed a bunch of story clips. So I went back into my Instagram story archive, and I pulled a bunch of clips that I then strung together to create a reel about my journey over the last year um, in 2021 and ultimately my decision to leave my job in December. And I strung it together and I put it to a trending audio and that video connected and struck a chord with so many people that to date it's one of my best performing reels with over 100,000 views and had 100 plus comments. And right there was a connection with people um, that were feeling the same as me. And so that's where the conversations really started. I'm, you know what, I'm reading your notes because I want this audience to recognize that you didn't set out to just make TikToks and get, you know, followers. You set out to share a story. Correct. And you pieced together your story with trending audio. And you had all these, you know, comments, likes and all that. So this is really about how you were able to convert that into customers that you could help. Um, because we never want to say that reels are a substitution for a real conversation, right? So that's kind of where I've been leading you. And I want to lead this audience so that we don't mistake, you know, reels for the real deal. So go ahead. Yeah. Keep going. Yes. And, you know, the reels are a starting point for a connection. So I use reels to drive conversations. So every single person that commented on that particular reel, I sent a message to. And I said something like, you know, hey, Sandy, um, thanks so much for the um, support on this reel. It was really hard for me to put it out there, but I feel like it's so important to share my personal journey and how it how important it is for us to have an identity outside of medicine. Do you struggle with this too? And from there, the conversations just started flowing and those they connected with that. They connected with me. So, you know, that's where it really happens is after, you know, the reel that you post or whatever it is you post, whether it's a hard feed post or a story or a reel, you know, the connection is really there in the messaging um, after you've made that initial conversation. And to, to me, you know, I, I like to use reels as a conversation starter, but also to share my own personal journey. And that's what I've done um, throughout the time that I've, I've been coaching over the last six months. So let's talk a little bit about all the tools that you use. Yeah. And actually, am I jumping around? Like you, you tell me like, well, no, that, that's fine. <laughs> that's great. So 
Um, so obviously there's a lot of different social media tools you can use um, on Instagram. We've got stories, we've got reels, we've got hard posts. Um, and so there's all different ways to use these um, as to show your personal journey and your coaching journey. Um, but so stories are great. So for me, I use stories as a sort of sneak peek into my personal life. So, or to even elaborate on reels or topics that I've brought up on a hard post. So, you know, your stories are just more intimate, more personal, little insight into your everyday life. You can elaborate a little bit more on things. Um, and that the people who are watching your st stories are primarily your current followers. So the audience that you're talking to are people that follow you or people that are your friends and family, and they already see you on social media. And so that's a great way to build connections with them as well, because they may respond to a story or um, a poll that you put up or a question that you put in your story. So I like to use polls and questions to increase engagement in my story. So for example, and it doesn't have to be all about workouts and nutrition. It can be about the funny or the mundane things in your life. So my, my favorite example is my poll about peanut butter that I did in my story. So as Sandy said, I'm in the test group. I was in the test group for four week up protocol and I was eating, you know, unsalted, no sugar peanut butter. And my husband is obsessed with peanut butter and he eats a peanut butter and jelly every night. And he likes crunchy. I like creamy. My daughter and my husband, Team Crunchy. So I did a poll on Instagram stories that was like, are you Team Creamy or are you Team Crunchy? <laughs> and it turns out people are really passionate about peanut butter. Um, and I had like a hundred something people respond to this poll. And every person that responded to the poll, whether they were Team Crunchy or Team Creamy, I would send them a message and say, Oh, hey, you know, oh, hey, Sandy, team creamy all the way. You know, I'm so glad I get to eat the peanut butter that I love while doing this gut program. I'm sure you've seen me posting about it. Is this something that you struggle with too? And so just starting a conversation even around peanut butter is a good way to sort of engage and connect and make a conversation with people. Um, and so that's what stories are really for, in my opinion. Um, it So, yeah. Yeah, no. So, I mean, you and I talked about you use uh, your reels or your stories mm -hmm. as a tool, like yeah. like your story of your journey and what you're going through is the tool that you use to uh, engage people in conversation. So right. then, um, so take us through, you were in the test group, right? Mm -hmm. You were in the four week uh, protocol test group and I shared your picture last week. In fact, let's share your picture again um, from last week that we shared. So Talk a little bit about this moment. <laughs> yeah, that's that's my favorite picture. <laughs> go, back and go back and put it back up for one second. So you you went uh, you were seeing somebody about circles under your eyes, right? I mean, the skin you were going for skin issues. Yeah. So I had a lot of skin issues um, prior to doing four week up protocol and um, a lot of itchy, patchy skin, hormonal acne, painful, you know, menstrual cycles and things like that. And so, um, I was in the test group and I used my reels throughout the time I was in the test group to show my journey, like show what I was eating, show that I could eat out. And then at the very end, show my results, um, you know, and just say, Hey, I suffer, I suffered from all of these things and 
I was told everything is okay on paper and, you know, that there's nothing really wrong or it's just because you're over 40 and, you know, it's hormones and all the things. And I do this four week up protocol and all of these things improved in different ways. And I had to share that. I was like, I have to share this. This is helped me so tremendously. And so I posted a reel about that the other day and that's generating a lot of conversations as well. You know, people, like you said, you know, 70% of people, um, you know, suffer from food sensitivities. And so by just putting my story out there and my results out there in a 15 second entertaining clip, you know, I'm now able to start conversations and connections with people. So it's interesting. You talked to me about how, when you were, you are still a physician's assistant, right? Correct. You're still a PA. Okay. So you before on social media, you were talking all about PAs and, mm -hmm. you know, uh, communicating, I, of course, during pandemic, there was a high need for more PAs, right? And people were burnt out, frustrated. Then you started coaching and your following mm -hmm. was still stuck on you being a PA and you're like, wait, I'm doing this now. So was it a weird switch for people to start believing and trusting in like your new role, mm -hmm. um, how did you handle that? Or did you just do both? Like, this is who I am. It's mm -hmm. all your story. Yeah. So that's, that's a very interesting question. And honestly, I I'm doing both. Um, I still love helping students and, um, doing the posh PA and I, everything about it is, is great. But I, I did have a bit of, you know, sort of an identity crisis when I started coaching because, I felt that if I went out there and shared my journey about leaving my job as a PA and, you know, that I was coaching and all of this, I created a story that people wouldn't trust me or my business wouldn't go well or every, you know, everything that I built with the posh PA and I wouldn't have street credibility despite my 17 years of experience. Right. And so I created these stories that I assume people would think of me. Um, and, you know, at the end of the day, what I realized is that I love being a PA. I've always loved being a PA, but there are different ways to help people feel healthy than just through the practice of medicine. And so I'm still a PA and I can still help people get into PA school, but I can also help people like me really carve out their own identity outside of medicine. This is for Michelle. This is for, you know, Michelle, the woman, the person, the businesswoman who wants to impact and have greater impact on other people's lives. Right. So I basically just followed Mel Robbins, um, high five habit. If you haven't read it and I, she says, just do it anyway. So at the end of the day, I just decided to do it anyway and share that personal journey and struggle of ha having to step away from medicine um, and start focus on focusing on something that was better, not only for my mental and physical health, but that could impact so many others' um, mental and physical health. And so a lot of that was just sharing that through all my social media tools. But, you know, again, showing people that what I'm doing works. <laughs> What I'm doing is helping me, is helping my family, 
is, you know, make allowing me to make small payments on my loans, things like that. You know, what, what I'm doing is working and it's helping. And that's how I'm gaining trust with people as we go forward. Now you make me have to put the disclaimer up, okay? <laughs> no level of success. Yeah, or guarantee any income, uh, any success or income from the Team Beach Body Coach opportunity. Each coach's income depends on his or her own uh, efforts, diligence, and skill. I say that because you mm. epitomize the vital behaviors. Okay, you you got the pro you got the proof that the products work. You had people commenting and even more people and more people and you started engaging with people. So you invite them to come do this with you. You help them get their own results. And then you talked about Mel Robbins and personal development, like you're epitomizing the vital behaviors. And so if we can just spin the conversation that this isn't about, am I good on TikTok? You know, mm -hmm. um, this is about, am I investing in me? Am I investing in me so that I walk the talk and I am sharing my story in all areas, Instagram, TikTok, wherever, conversations all the time so that people see the proof that the products work. I love your story a lot. It's been really, really fun meeting you, working with you. Um, my table's wobbly here. I, uh, you know, I ask this question all the time of people that have been coaching, you know, for five years, six years. And you've been only coaching less than a year, but do you feel as though you have some sort of superpower? Like what have you had to flex uh, this last, you know, six months of being a coach? Vulnerability and authenticity, um, I would say. Um, and, you know, just being me, you kind of see what you see is what you get from me, both in real life and on social media. I think a lot of times we overthink what to post or or what reel to make or what to do. If you just kind of take it back to yourself, you'll find that you have so much to share with people. And um, and I feel like I just have the ability to take action and not overthink it. Um, like like Mel Robbins says, you know, just do it anyway. And what is the worst that could happen? Um, and so I feel like for me, that's probably my superpower. And I'll just say one last thing about reels. I know that, you know, everybody's kind of like either on the boat or off the boat for reels. And just to kind of go back to what you said, you know, making a reel is a conversation starter. It's not a substitute for a real connection, but it's, it's a way to sort of share your own personal growth and journey while expanding your network, improving your searchability and discoverability, and really being able to connect and engage with more people as you, you know, we continue to kind of move on. But I always say, if you can't think of something to post, go back to your own personal journey, because that's where all the content comes from for me.